Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Sully Baseball. This is the podcast where we talk about baseball. 52 weeks out of the year, there is no offseason. And I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. This is the episode for the 24th day of December. It's Christmas Eve. And I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Did I say that already? I can't remember. I'm not even going to edit that out. I'm Sully. You're listening, you're listening to this. If it's Christmas Eve and I'm in your earbuds, do I really have to introduce myself to you? Do I really have to sit down and say, hey, it's your pal Sully. Hey, how you doing? Well, I can tell you that I'm recording this on the 24th day of December 2017 in Sully Baseball Studio in Pasadena, California, overlooking the historic Rose Bowl. And the Rose Bowl is getting ready for the big day, which is... January 1st, I'm going to be in Pasadena. I'm going to be at the parade. If you're watching the parade on TV, then you can wave to it, and your pal Sully is going to be there watching all the floats and the marching bands go by. I've never been to the Rose Bowl Parade, or the, Ro- the Tournament of Roses Parade, I think is what it's officially called. Let's call it the Rose Bowl Parade. That's all anyone thinks about it. And as a uh, resident of all these years of Pasadena, I can check that off the list. I can check that off the list. Have you ever done that? Yep. Will I ever do it again? Probably not. I don't know. I haven't been to the parade yet. The parade's not for another week. And who knows? I may have the best goddamn time of my life. Sorry, Ray. But today is the day before Christmas. Now, some of you, including my pal Ray, who I just made a little salute to, in case you're wondering what that is, for those of you who may not understand that reference, uh, Ray is one of my... Best listeners, one of my most devoted fans, and a good, solid guy. I've never met him in public or in person, but we've communicated often together. Good, solid guy. And he listens to this podcast a lot of times with his son. And he asked me, good, solid father, uh, devout Catholic, would rather me not swear as often, especially saying G.D., but I love GD. I, to me, it's one of the best ways to describe something. It's great emphasis on that. But out of, ref, out of uh, a compromise to him, because normally if someone said to me, hey, don't talk that way, I would tell them to get a bunch of sand, put it together, and begin pounding it. But Ray is not one of those guys. He asked me respectfully. He did say it publicly, and he asked for it, and he had a reason for it. And I have a compromise, which is I'm not going to change the way I talk, but I'll apologize personally to Ray when I know I may have stepped over a line that he would find offensive in terms of my language. That's a gift I'm giving to him. It's, it's, it, we found common ground. He's going to continue listening. The son probably has heard the word before. I'm going to say it. I'm a vulgar man. So tomorrow's Christmas. Uh, those of you who celebrate Christmas for the religious reasons, I hope it's a beautiful day for you. Uh, I'm not a believer or, or, or of any supernatural you know, things in the world at all. In fact, I'm doing a series of, I'm writing a series of things about that and equating it with my love of baseball as a way to, using baseball to illustrate how I use view the universe without a creator and without anything supernatural. That being said, I celebrate Christmas. I am your friendly atheist who celebrates Christmas, 
Do you know why? Christmas is fun. I believe in fun. I believe in all sorts of things. And we all do things where we reference gods and supernatural stuff, even if it's not something we personally believe in. You don't believe me? What are the days of the week? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Well, guess what? If you say Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, you're paying homage to the Norse gods. Those are named after Norse gods. You know, we refer to the planets by Roman gods. And guess what? You don't have to believe in everything to have it be something that you you like and you enjoy. Ben-Hur is one of my favorite movies of all time. I think Last Temptation of Christ is a great movie. The other day I watched It's a Wonderful Life for the, what, four billionth time? I cry like an infant every single time I see that movie. Doesn't mean I believe in angels. Just like I don't think that the town of Tahunga, California was visited by E.T., but I cry at the end of E.T. I cry at Field of Dreams. Sometimes things can be fun and you don't necessarily have to believe the, the, the magical elements of it are real. I like Christmas carols. My house has Christmas lights on it. We have a Christmas tree. I like saying Merry Christmas. I declaring as an atheist that the war on Christmas has been lost by us atheists and it's been won by the people who want to say Merry Christmas because it's a nice thing to say. Merry Christmas. So is Happy Holidays. So is Happy Kwanzaa. So is Happy Hanukkah. They're all nice things to say. So I'm going to be celebrating this Christmas with my family, my extended family as well. I've got cousins. I've got in-laws. I've got my mother and father. we got gifts we're going to exchange. And we're just going to have a time when we're all together because that's what you do that's part of the spirit of it it's not just in t- intense consumerism it's sometimes just that nice feeling if we're together we have love we show each other our appreciation we eat some cookies sit down and 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 look at some of the presents we got and realize the greatest present that we have is the love you can have with your family that and some quality video equipment. That also would be a really good present. But I have a present I'm going to give you, too, my listeners. I don't do the daily podcast anymore. I, sometimes I miss it a lot. But it's been an eventful year for your pal Sully on all sorts of fronts. And quite frankly, adding the pressure of putting a podcast on daily, uh, I think the quality of the show would have gone down a little bit. And I've not known really what to do with the the podcast as it is now because it's not daily. Uh, I try to have one, at least one on a week. I've missed a couple, some just because life got in the way, some for personal reasons. But I've been trying to be there as much as I can. So if you are a regular listener of this podcast, here's my gift to you. From today, the 24th, all the way to the second day of January, we're going back to the daily format. Just at least for that stretch. That every day between now and the second day of January, we're going to have a brand new original podcast 
around, you know, most of them are going to be around 20 minutes in length. Some are going to be a little bit longer. And it's going to be my gift to you because I always loved posting podcasts around this time of the year. This is really some of the most fun times because it's when you're not supposed to be thinking about baseball, but fans like us are. We miss it. The shitty bowls that are being played on TV every day just aren't going to cut it. It's the toilet bowl. It's the cereal bowl. It's the minute bowl. I mean, I don't care. You know, my I'm Washington State University. Go Cougs. They're in the, what's it, the Holiday Bowl or something in San Diego. Someone asked me, are you going? I said, no. Why? Why? What the hell would I go to that? You know, and... If I was a big foot, if I was a big football fan, maybe I would love it. But the reason they have all these bowl games is so people are home for the holidays, right? Or there, and there are going to be a bunch of days where you're sitting around and you don't want to talk about stuff. You don't want to talk about Trump. You don't want to talk about whichever aisle you are in the political spectrum. It's tense. You don't want to talk about the world today. You don't want to talk about violence. You don't want to talk about race. You don't want to talk about religion. Let's turn this. Is there any game on? Yes. The Mazda Cereal Bowl is on. Great. That'll be on in the background. The University of Lost Dreams versus Psychotic State are playing in the Cereal Bowl. Fine. That's why those bowl games exist. To break up tense moments at holiday gatherings. They're not there for the glory of football. And I wouldn't mind if MLB Network or hell, I'll start the Sully Network. I'm that egotistical. I'm as egotistical as Trump. I'd put my name on everything. My hair is better though. That put on an old game. And not a classic game that every ball fan knows. Like, with the, you know this ends in the Kirk Gibson homer, or this ends with uh, Carlton Fisk waving it fair. But one of the things that I've discovered by having all these classic games on MLB, on, uh, on YouTube, they have whole classic games on YouTube, is sometimes you watch them and then, God damn, I don't remember how this ends. Or maybe I never knew. Maybe I don't remember how Game 5 of the 1972 World Series ends, but uh, pop that baby on. Let's have some classic games. There are some great games. I was, I was doing reviewing some stuff for something I was writing. Um, the Chicago White Sox in 2005. Not a very memorable championship in terms of classic baseball moments. And I think, and when it, someday I'm going to get uh, Jimmy Pardo back on this podcast. And we'll talk a little bit about White Sox baseball. He's a big White Sox fan. I think one of the reasons why the White Sox championship didn't get the romance of the Red Sox championship, the Cubs championship, or I'll even say the the Astros championship of this last year is because there never was a moment where their backs were to the wall. The Red Sox were down 3-0 to the Yankees in 2004. The Cubs were down three games to one to the Indians. And both the Red Sox and the Indians had to win classic games just to save their season. And the Astros had to win Game 7 of both the ALCS and the World Series in order to claim that title. And the White Sox 
swept my beloved Red Sox, took the Angels four games to one, and swept the Astros. And so there wasn't that moment of, oh man, the White Sox, no, the White Sox may not do this. No, they basically steamrolled the 2005 White Sox and the 1999 Yankees are the only two franchises in the era of the wild card to only lose one postseason game. That they went through three rounds and only had one loss in any of the rounds. And because of that, you don't there's not a lot of games that you remember like, oh, remember when Canerco hit this or Joe Creedy hit that? You may have a vague memory of Potsednik's walk-off homer or of the weird play where the ball in the dirt in the game against the Angels. But the fact that I have to phrase it like that, no, don't really remember that. So I was looking something up, and I had on one of the games in the background that I didn't remember how it unfolded. And it was a game between the White Sox and the Astros. And as it was unfolding, I knew who won the game. But I didn't remember how. And I found myself getting drawn in. Now, your pal Sully is a lunatic. So I actually do remember that the White Sox did win this game between the Astros and the White Sox in Game 3 of the 2005 World Series. It went 14 innings. But I bet you there's a bunch of fans who don't remember that. I'll bet you a pound for a ham sandwich. There will be people who will be like, I don't, I don't remember what happened here. And it's one of the great things about baseball is watching it unfold and knowing that Yeah, this game could be over now, or this game could be going on for a while. And that's one of the things that happened in that great game between the Astros and the White Sox. And there were players who who may have forgotten were World Series heroes. The Jeff Blums of the world. The El Duque Hernandez being a World Series hero for the White Sox. And it unfolded in a fun, dramatic way. That I bet if you're a casual baseball fan, that's on in the background. Like, I don't remember how this turned out. And it's fun to see some stuff like that. And, you know, here's the deal. I know that the number of people on the planet Earth who would get hooked on a classic game just being played out is, I don't know, really, really small. But that being said... How many people are turning on MLB Network on Christmas Eve anyway? Baseball owns these games. Do you know how I know that? Because they tell you that in every game. That this is the property of Major League Baseball. Any reproduction or rebroadcast without the express written is strictly prohibitive. They got them. Now, I don't know what the ratings are for MLB Network in in late December. But I have a feeling they're not at their apex. They're not peak. And do you know what this is? It's the burning log. Do you remember the burning log? Is there some of you old enough to know what the hell the burning log is? The burning log is what I know they did this in New York. I believe they did this in Boston. I'm sure they've done it elsewhere. And it was for people who lived in apartments or places that didn't have a fireplace. 
And it's a nice romantic feeling to be in a place that's here. You got the Christmas lights on. You're 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 underneath your blanket. You're having your cup of tea or cocoa or coffee or whatever. You know your chicken noodle soup, your tomato soup with your with the grilled cheese. Your you know nice warm comfort food. You're listening to the Christmas carols and you watch a log burning in the fireplace. And there would be stations that would just put that on an image for hours and hours of just a goddamn log. Sorry, Ray, burning right there on the TV. Didn't emit much heat, but it emitted warmth. It has a nice homey feel to it. Well, and that it was on, not because they're expecting, oh man, we're going to have higher ratings than the Super Bowl. This is going to have higher ratings than the last match. No. No one's going to be watching, so let's create something that's a nice warm feeling for the people watching. I'm sure on YouTube you can put that up now, and I'm sure there's other things. But imagine you're the MLB network. If anyone's going to be watching a live sporting event, they're going to be watching one of those crazy football games. Maybe there's a hockey game on. Maybe there's a basketball game on. But you're MLB network. What are you going to do? You hire one guy. You hire one person, probably not celebrating Christmas. And your job is just to put this in and play it. Just play it and it becomes the burning log for a baseball fan who said, you know what, this is great. I got my great presents. I got my great sweater that I'm wearing. I got my cup of chicken noodle soup, nice glass of eggnog. Nice little peppermint candy canes, which are really overrated. I mean, I love mint. Mint is one of my favorite flavors for candy and everything. But those candy canes, they are great in theory. But they, they you know, you're, you're sucking on them for a while. I said, all right, let's get down, let's get down to brass tacks. You bite on it, it cuts the inside of your lip. I'm sorry. Why candy canes get all this love and candy corn get all this shit and people crap all over candy corn, which is delicious, and candy canes, which are just like, all right, fine, I'm going to suck on this for a month. I don't get it. But for someone like me, there must be other people who say, do you know what? It's all great, but do you know what I wish? I wish there was a ball game on. And a ball game that I don't really know what happened. There are a lot of them. There are a lot of walk-off hits. A lot of come-from-behind rallies. I bet you didn't know Game 4 of the 1972 World Series ended with back-to-back RBI singles and a walk-off victory for the A's. Or the very next day, when the A's were trying to clinch the World Series, the final out was the Blue Moon Odom, a pitcher, as a uh, pinch runner being thrown out at the plate after Joe Morgan caught a foul pop with his back to the plate, Blue Moon Odom thought he could sneak in and score the tying run with two outs in the bottom of the ninth and was thrown out in a play that would have been reviewed today. And it was a wild, great game with tons of Hall of Famers. You see some of these old broadcasts where it's Jackie Robinson or Willie Mays playing, and it's not a black-and-white film clip, but it's a television And the announcers don't know what's happening. 
That would be really cool. And I guarantee you there's enough people like me who would appreciate it. That would be a lovely gift, a burning log, if you will, for baseball fans and something to think about. As I'm here offering you a new baseball podcast every day for the rest of the calendar year. So go to sullybaseball.com, like me on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram, I'm everywhere. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kalitsky. Have a wonderful Christmas Eve, everyone. No matter what you celebrate, what you believe. And know your pal Sully is going to be here. And we're going to spend the rest of this year together. This has been the Sully Baseball Podcast for the 24th day of December 2017. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.